0: I don't understand audio. We'll just, we'll hope for the best.
1: <laughs> Let's do
0: it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tremendous. I can do better than that. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Tremendous, a podcast about compost. Woohoo. I'm Brady.
1: And I'm Kat, your local plant lady.
0: I I wish I could become a local plant.
1: You are a local. You are now.
0: Is it boy? Would boy be the opposite of lady?
1: Lady gentleman. Local plant gentleman.
0: That's that's too formal. I would need a bow tie.
1: Local plant dude.
0: No, that's too informal. Bruh. No, that's just. (laughs) Going down. (laughs) No, we'll we'll stick to boy. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, what are we doing today, Brady?
0: Well, that's an awkward transition. I am a local plant boy.
1: Yeah.
0: We bought a bunch of plants yesterday. I know. And the living room is looking pretty fresh.
1: It is. It looks really good.
0: It feels more like a home, Mm -hmm. more cozy, more comfortable.
1: More green.
0: As of recording this, the roommate is at work and does not know what we've done to the living room.
1: Yeah, we kind of blew it up.
0: Yeah, everything's kind of not where it was when he left for work this morning. Right. Including... Well, his, the coffee station is still where it was. It's just slightly different in that it's lost half of its size.
1: You ever rearrange your home just so your plants look better?
0: You can relate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 just arrange everything around the best window in your house.
0: Yeah, we do have some good windows, mm-hmm. which I learned you can't put plants too close to.
1: Yeah, I know. Them them, especially at least in the winter months. For yeah, because sure. it's just too cold. I know sometimes some glasses are like transfer the cold and if it's like touching a leaf it can cause damage
0: i think ours definitely do i think they keep some yeah. cold out but a lot of cold comes in mm-hmm. i think so too it's unfortunate mm-hmm. okay so we're doing gonna we're gonna do a thing with a bit a bit bit. we're gonna do things a little bit different this episode mm-hmm. we're gonna play kind of a quiz show format where katherine is gonna ask me a bunch of questions about compost. And I am going to answer with whatever comes to mind, but she's not gonna tell me whether I'm right or wrong until we get to the end. At which point she will go through and teach everyone about compost. Exactly. You ready to kick it off? I am ready. I wish we had a jingle. What if we did
1: I wish I was in charge of the soundboard so I could play that after every That's a answer. Nice little, a nice <laughs> little preview
0: of what's to come. Yeah. I mean I can well, we also got this. Well, I'll 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 cycle through some sounds, see. Based on your reaction. I'll try to hit your mood.
1: Okay. I think you're going to be really stumped with these questions.
0: I, yeah, I think so too.
1: Unless you've been secretly Googling about composting lately.
0: No, I've never Googled about compost secret or publicly.
1: Can't relate. (laughs) Okay. Let's get started. Let's go. Question number fun. (laughs) Question number one, which is also fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Okay. Define compost.
0: Okay, so compost is, you know, when you've got... Oh, shit.
1: So compost is...
0: So compost is, you know, when you've got old plants and food, you th- you throw them back into the earth and it makes new earth.
1: I can't tell you if that's wrong or, or correct, but...
0: It sounds plausible to me.
1: Yeah, no, based on what you do at home.
0: It turns into a fertilizer. And then you like throw it over your yard and it makes things greener.
1: I really want to like go into what it is. Well, we'll I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off. But yeah,
0: we'll get there. Okay. Question one. I think, I think that's a solid one for one. I'm going to write that down.
1: Yeah. Is this the first place you lived in where you've composted things?
0: No. Okay. No. And my dad's place, uh, you went there before we sold it. You saw, we had the giant bins outside. Mm -hmm. One of them was for food waste.
1: Oh, okay. That's pretty good.
0: But I wouldn't say that or even what we do now is us composting. We just put it in the correct bin and presumably the city comes and deals with it.
1: You know, sometimes that doesn't happen the way you think it does.
0: Well, I am going to choose to. To believe. To believe in the best of the city of Surrey because they have (laughs) never let me down.
1: (laughs) Okay. <laughs> What's next? Question number two. What cannot go into a home food compost? What items? What home food items can't go in there? So
0: food items that can't go in there?
1: Yeah, to your food waste.
0: Well, none because all food can be recycled.
1: Possibly. <laughs> You'll never know. What The funny thing is, is that earlier this week, I told Brady he couldn't put that in food compost and a certain item. And I don't think he listened to me.
0: Oh, uh, I don't remember what that was. <laughs> yeah, but I have certainly been putting all food items in the food waste.
1: Well, you could assume that there has to not be something go- that can go into food waste. If I'm asking, I'm not trying to well, go. But for But it could trick- be a trick question. I'm
0: not trying to go for trick. I would not put that ag- put that past you though. You're a very tricky lady. I okay, know. if for the sake of answering, I'll say I don't know chicken bones and bacon grease. That's pretty good. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. This is a solid 2 for 2. I'm feeling right. good.
1: Right. <laughs> okay, question number 3. How long does the process of proper compost take?
0: 14 months. Whoa. I was I mean, going to say years, but I, as I was as as I was working through my answer, I was like years is too much. There's no, is no we, way it's 14. Years. We I'm going to I'm going to stick with 14 months.
1: Okay, that's pretty a pretty slow society. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> I mean I don't have, I mean, I guess I could make any other guesses less than 14 months and presumably, presumably be closer mm-hmm. based on your reaction.
1: Well, you're not completely wrong,
0: but I'm not completely right. Correct. Okay. So was that two and a half out of three? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, I can right. like, okay. Question number four. What temperature does a compost pile have to reach for it to be safe and free of pathogens?
0: In degrees or <laughs> yes, degrees, please. <laughs> Obviously, degrees. Come on, uh, uh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Oh, I don't know the conversion. Okay. But I'm gonna say.
1: I'll try. Eighty to-
0: degrees Fahrenheit.
1: Eighty degrees Fahrenheit. What, what would that be Celsius?
0: I have no idea. A I lot. know it's it's warm. It's too warm it's for warm. me. So maybe like eighteen degrees Celsius. Oh. No, maybe mid, maybe low twenties.
1: Yeah, I think low 20. To
0: be, I don't, I don't know. know. All I know is anything above 15 Celsius and I start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with warm weather.
1: I know. I I used to know how to convert it, but that was in high school and this is now.
0: I think it's like, I don't know. You take the Celsius number, multiply by two, divide the freedom and add one
1: the heck is divide the freedom i
0: don't know some american way you guys calculate things
1: (laughs) you know it's funny though like i can picture every like range of temperature like i know what the 50s feel like i know what the 60s feel like i know what the 70s feel like 50s and 60s were black
0: and white 70s also kind of black and white
1: oh my goodness you know like the temperature range like my peak temperature range is like 70s
0: that's I, what really I know nice. is that zero is freezing and a hundred is boiling. That and he- that makes sense.
1: That's helpful. That one. I understand. Okay. Question number five. Why should a home gardener have their own compost pile? I guess this is more of an opinion question. This
0: sounds like an opinion, but probably sustainability, less Ooh. waste.
1: Sustainability. That's a hot st- word. St-
0: <laughs> Like it was like 80 degrees Fahrenheit hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, AKA Brady's sweating hot.
0: <laughs> I think just in general, it's good to not waste, not pollute, not fill up the landfills, reuse what you consume to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. And then like composting, as we mentioned, makes your yard greener, right? Yeah. When you fling the stuff back over everything you're growing. So right. greener. If you, if you save the food, you don't eat. You can grow the food you may end up eating.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of um, food waste, but not in the sense of like, in the sense of that, like a third of the food we grow on this planet does not get consumed.
0: Yeah. Maybe the official tagline or a slogan for composting will be reuse the food you don't eat to grow more food you won't eat.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Go green. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just a, a big old cycle of not eating food.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Question number six. We're going local. Okay. Where in Surrey can you send your compost? Surrey, BC, where can you send your compost? And I forgot to reword this question. So well,
0: go what wild. were you trying to reword it to? Go wild. I don't, to the, to the compost depot.
1: Yeah, where's that located?
0: Uh, uh, 192nd Street and 14th Ave.
1: Is it called the Compost Depot?
0: Probably not.
1: <laughs> Does it, is this a real place?
0: <laughs> Probably, uh, you have the answers.
1: Supposedly. <laughs> uh,
0: is there like a food processing center? I know there's like waste processing mm-hmm. and a.k.a. the dump, a.k.a. the landfill.
1: I know where you can get rid of your mattress for $10 in Surrey.
0: I know where you can get rid of it for free <laughs>
1: side the street, <laughs> but I did have problems finding out where you can get rid of your compost, which is but interesting. Don't you
0: keep your compost?
1: Why would you keep your compost if you lived in an apartment?
0: But when you live in an apartment, they provide the bin for you to put it in
1: mm, connections.
0: Oh, you put it in the green bin. Is that the answer? Cause that's my extent. I, we, we have, Organic bags. I fill them up. Yeah. I bring them down to the smelly, melly trash room and oh, I God, put it, it in the big green so bin. Don't ever open the green bin because what you it's, think smells bad oh, is God. nothing in compared to the smell inside that bin.
1: You know, the smell is a giveaway to compost.
0: Like, it's so a, like the, the effectiveness or the state of it?
1: Yeah. It's a characteristic of composting.
0: Does the smell mean it's going well?
1: We'll find out. Okay. What do you think it means it's going well? What do you think?
0: I assume it means it's going well.
1: Well, compost is um composting the act is a bacterial process.
0: Right. So if we assume that smelly poop means healthy poop.
1: Oh no, no, no. And we
0: can assume similar process to food waste.
1: Nope, different route, different route. (laughs) As
0: it bacterializes, (laughs) it (laughs) gains a very distinct odor. Oh my (laughs) god. That you can pick up a mile away.
1: Okay, you know what? This is a great segue to the next question. Okay, Question number seven. Yeah. How does a composting toilet work?
0: A composting toilet?
1: Do you not know those exist?
0: Is it an actual toilet? Yes. With plumbing and water flow?
1: Yeah. Different type of plumbing than your average household toilet. Composting toilets are usually used in... um traveling homes so like an rv or like when you renovate a van or someone who redoes like oh a isn't it bus. just
0: a tank and then you drain the tank i lived in an rv for a while if uh, is,
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was a composting toilet that you had
0: pro, uh, no i think we just had the regular
1: because if you're toilet. just draining it then that's not really the act of composting so if composting is an act how would it work in the
0: So then assuming the idea is to retain what you put down the composting toilet, Mm -hmm. it it probably goes into some kind of tank Mm -hmm. and bacterializes. Yes. Gets all smelly. Mm. You got to figure out a way to keep that smell out of the RV. Right. Because then you're going to go crazy.
1: Composting toilet candle. And then, and then you (laughs) have, does the candle (laughs) smell
0: like compost or does it filter out the smell (laughs) of compost?
1: We'll find out. Tremendous candles. On next
0: week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the point of the composting toilet. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that word. It, yeah. Um, but I guess is to retain, bacterialize, and then reuse the composting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because you don't have a garden when you're in an RV. Mm. That's a good question. I mean, if you're on the move, you don't have a garden.
1: Unless you have
0: a but like when you post up in your spot. Yeah. There's some growing area possibly. So there's a question, how does it work?
1: Yeah, how does a composting toilet work?
0: Put the food in, pull the plunger and let it go into the tank, let it do its bacterial thing?
1: More like put the poo in and let it do its work. The poo? Yeah, it's a like it's a functioning toilet.
0: Wait, so this is used in place of, I thought it was no, a, no, a no, compost specific not. It's not thing.
1: A, it's not a cool compost thing. It's like uh.
0: So we're just saving our poo. Like in the Martian. Kind of. Yeah. In the yeah. Martian, they they poo into the toilet and then they flush it's and then it goes into a bag, which is unsealed.
1: It's freeze dried. <laughs> I'm getting so gross. Actually, up.
0: maybe it is freeze dried. I don't know.
1: It is freeze dried because he has to rehydrate it when he uses it to make
0: manure. But does that mean it's freeze dried or is it just dehydrated? Or are they the same thing? Maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. Gross. But so it's basically that. Yeah. No. So no. A compost toilet saved Mark Watney.
1: No. Mark Watney.
0: Saved Mark Watney.
1: Yes. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. He colonized Mars.
0: <laughs> so a, a compost toilet is just a toilet you put in place at your regular toilet. Yes. So that you can fertilize stuff later.
1: Do you want me to tell you? Let's wait. Let's hold off. We can talk about composting toilets more later on. We'll talk about it more later on. Okay. Question number eight. When is the best time to apply compost in your garden?
0: When it's peak poo smelly.
1: No, this is more like garden compost, what I'm talking about.
0: Meaning fertilizer?
1: Meaning a finished compost product. When would you apply that? After... Hold on, let
0: me. Yeah, let's, I'm
1: not supposed to tell you the answers, so when know, is the best I, time? I can to, see
0: you doing your gymnastics, trying to figure <laughs> out how to tell my dumb brain what to say.
1: So, answer the question I'm asking: When of in the season is the best time to apply compost? Early spring. Great answer. Thank you. That's what I was kind of looking for.
0: Like that kind of answer. That kind okay. of answer. Not not peak smelly. thing yeah, or whatever I said. We're
1: gonna we're gonna learn how to separate. Poo compost and food compost and garden compost. Yeah, that would probably be good for me. Very soon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question number nine. When was the concept of composting first documented?
0: Uh, you're looking for a year? Yeah. 812 BC.
1: Whoa. Okay. What? Back to the dinosaurs? No, I don't know. What? No, I'm sorry. My
0: concept <laughs> no? of time before the 1900s is really bad. <laughs> I think 800 BC would be like 2,800 years ago.
1: Okay. I'm okay. probably
0: wildly wrong. This might be the most wrong I've ever been. This is this might be more wrong than me saying peak poo smell for when to compost stuff. But nothing's <laughs> more
1: wrong than that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know. Oh, I have nowhere goodness. to go but up.
1: <laughs> okay. Last question. Question number 10. How does fungi play a role in composting?
0: Well, fungi, also known as Adam, he's the guy that comes on the TV. He tells you how to do the composting, when you want to do it, where you want to put things, when you want to reintroduce them to the garden or the yard or the harvest or whatever else.
1: Fungi Adam. Fungi
0: Adam. He's basically the know-it-all of the composting world. And that's the answer I'm sticking to.
1: Okay, there we go. (laughs) So those are our 10 questions.
0: Ten questions about compost.
1: This is what we think Brady knows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you reckon I got right? How How many out of ten did I get right?
1: Um, one, two,
0: three, four, like zero.
1: Three, one. Uh, definitely not the toilet one. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: toilet one was so confusing.
1: Uh, you got three or four some of them you hit on some really good points.
0: Wow. I'm I'm surprised. Honestly, I thought I'd go 0 for 10.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there was 10 questions of compost or 10 questions about compost asked to a non-gardener, Brady.
0: And he got three out of 10.
1: And here.
0: I (laughs) forgot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate (laughs) it. You're you're a great crowd. Uh, I forgot to do that during the questions. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised I got any, to be honest.
1: Well, I'm about to blow your mind because here's our, here is. All
0: right. Give me the knowledge.
1: Here is 10 correct answers about compost. All right.
0: Break it down. Okay.
1: First question was to define compost. Yeah. And this one you actually did pretty good about, and I'm going to go a little bit off the internet. So if you Google these questions, you'll get something really similar. Probably similar similar answers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's good
0: because when someone's like, let me fact check her, they're going to be like, oh wow, she, she knows.
1: Right. So I want to start off by saying compost is a product and it's also an act. So
0: that was a little trick questioning. Yeah.
1: So compost as a product is like you can buy compost at your local garden nursery. It's something that you technically make Mm -hmm. and composting is the act. So composting or compost is made by decomposing organic materials into simpler organic and inorganic compounds by the microorganisms in the process called composting. This process recycles various organic materials otherwise regarded as waste products. A good compost is rich in plant nutrients and beneficial organisms,
0: so is compost and fertilizer the same thing, mm-hmm. or does fertilizer come from compost? What's the relationship?
1: Okay, so hold on, let's see so compost is a product broken down by or broken down organic material over a period of time used as a soil amendment, and soil amendments restore certain nutrients back to the soil, so nitrogen, phosphorus. Different chemicals, different chemicals, elements. I mean, sure, things like that. Like it helps the, it really helps the health of the soil. Mm -hmm. Whereas a fertilizer is just specific nutrients that you apply to the soil that the plant then takes up to do what you want: grow more foliage, grow more flowers.
0: So then, when it for for a very crude example, yes, when a dog poos on the grass, no, 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 no. Hear me out. When a dog poos on the grass. And then that grassy spot ends up greener. Does it though? Yeah. Almost always. And this is. Is that fertilization or is that composting?
1: It's neither. I don't know what it is. Okay. It's okay. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah, it is shit. So I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Animal products like cat and dog animal products are not like safe compostable things.
0: Well, yeah, I certainly wouldn't eat the grass just because it's greener.
1: No, it's like there's certain bacteria that you don't want to return back to your veggie patch because then you can pass on pathogens. That's Mm. why there's problems with like E. coli and other bacterial outbreaks within veggies because of the types of fertilizers they're using. And I'm going to jump really far ahead. Sure. The process of composting takes a long time. And over it takes a while because your compost has to get a certain level of temperature and to break down those bad bacteria so that they die and they're not in your product.
0: So I said 14 months,
1: which I said no, but it's not bad.
0: So does that give me four out of 10?
1: Possibly. <laughs> thank you
0: once again, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: So do you think, do you have a general understanding of compost now? Like,
0: Yeah, I think so. I don't think I could define it any better.
1: Oh, yeah. No, like, so, like, the end compost product is dark and green, or, sorry, dark and black and brownish, and, like, that's why they call it black gold.
0: Do they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: There's also, like, a soil company called Black Gold, and they make, like, different types of soils. Yeah. But it's, like, really rich. It helps aerate your soil. It's the perfect thing to apply to your soil.
0: Is it? Like similar in texture to soil?
1: Yes. Very okay. loose. It helps break up soil. It's perfect. Awesome. Okay. So question number two, um, it's what can't go into your home food compost.
0: Yeah, I'm very interested in this one.
1: Okay. First point, meat, fish, eggs, or poultry scraps.
0: Can it or cannot? Cannot. Are you serious? Yeah. We put, uh, so does that include bones? Yeah. We put all of our, I had.
1: The main reason is because it can cause odor problems and attract pests.
0: Is that why our organics bin sometimes gets fuzzy? Like literally fuzzy?
1: Possibly. That sounds like some um, fungi action going on.
0: Oh, Adam came to visit. Oh,
1: our guy Adam.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I said Adam. I don't even think I know. Oh, I do know a couple Adams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that cannot go into your home food compost, dairy products. Causes odor problems and pests. Bad bacteria. So like cheese? yeah
0: interesting because um, we definitely put that in as well when it goes bad great <laughs> because, no
1: <laughs> okay fats greases lards and oils also cannot go into your compost causes odor problems and attracts pests
0: yeah grease i was pretty sure was a no-go uh, grease is really hard to dispose of grease and oil
1: yes um you can sometimes people pour it into like containers and let it solidify and then and then throw it, then in, throw the it in the trash yeah, yeah
0: yeah that's probably you can't best pour it best. down the drain because it it'll just clog the drain.
1: you can't, but sometimes my dad taught me I could if you do it a certain way I've
0: done it too i've <laughs> usually I do it by uh, while running like h- water as hot as it'll run
1: as hot as it'll run and running your garbage disposal, but don't do that based on our word.
0: we also don't have a garbage disposal, but in the past, I have done that yeah, but yeah the lot what the like I don't know the one time I tried to make like fried chicken wings. I filled the giant stock pot with vegetable uh-huh, oil yeah. and I had to let it sit for like two days on the Ooh. stove top after it was done so that A, it has to cool down. Right. Because if you try to put it in the garbage before that, it's perfect. just going to melt. Yeah. Start a um, fire. <laughs> so it has to sit there to cool down and solidify so that you can pour it out of the pot you would like to keep and continue using it into some other right. vessel. And yeah, it took like two days. It smelled so bad. Yeah. And it looked disgusting. And that's why I don't deep fry anything anymore
1: yeah i know it's it's kind of a hassle if you don't have like the right equipment
0: for it a good pro tip though if you want to do it is just save like most commonly use vegetable oil for yeah, frying
1: save that container
0: yeah save the container
1: and then fill it back up because and throw it
0: away. it's the exact right size for all the oil you just poured out right you just need a funnel right. get it right back in there
1: exactly one time I was driving in my neighborhood and my neighbor ran out and he was like trying to get my attention, but he was like holding a frying pan. I was mm-hmm. like, this is weird. But I like stopped and I talked to him and he was just telling me something random. I can't even remember what he's telling me. But then I like looked at the frying pan and he like looked at me. He was like, oh, I was just like making bacon. And then he like walks over <laughs> to his grass and dumps the grease onto his grass. That was can't like,
0: be good. I was
1: like, what the heck is going on?
0: That's got to be bad for the grass. Yeah.
1: No. Okay. I have
0: seen people do that though.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's proper.
0: So like, you. oh, yeah, you said grease can't go in the food waste, so it can't be, it's yeah. not compostable.
1: No. Um. Coal and charcoal ash.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Because it contains substances harmful to plants.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: So essentially when you're done with your compost, you apply it to your garden, to your plants. So right. there's problems with that. Um, This I've said before on the podcast, but uh, diseased or insect ridden plants. So if you have like black spot in your yard, you don't want to put it in your compost pile because when it breaks down, it's possible that the black spot pathogens are still there. And right. then if you go to apply it to your yard, you're just, you're just spreading it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that, that stuff just goes straight in the garbage.
1: Yep. Um, pet waste. So dog yeah. and cat stuff, including cat litter, um, because it might contain parasites or germs.
0: You know what you also can't do with cat litter? What? You cannot flush it down the toilet. Really? Yeah.
1: I feel like it might just expand.
0: Well, funny story. My oh, dad, no. my dad uh, uh, bless his heart, uh, <laughs> questioned why I scooped the cat litter into a bag to take to the garbage. And he very seriously looked at me and said, why don't you just flush it down the toilet? And I, not knowing any better and trusting him with my life and seeing how serious the look on his face was, was like, You know what? You're right. Why don't I do it? That makes sense. I flush my own body waste down the toilet. Yeah. Surely I can flush cat poo and the litter down the toilet as I scoop it. Well, it turns out cat litter is designed to clump when it comes in contact with liquid. Yeah. That's how you get the pee out of the litter box. That's the whole point of cat litter. (laughs) That's how it's designed to work. So when you put it in the toilet, it just clumps up and doesn't go anywhere.
1: Oh, my God. So bad. You know what?
0: I, you know, it's really annoying. What? Is having to take it back out of the toilet bowl. It didn't go anywhere. Gross.
1: <laughs> how long have you had cats for?
0: Literally my entire life.
1: I wonder if there's a warning on the cat litter box. Am, I,
0: am I the one? Resp- you know how you say whenever you see a warning sign is because somebody made a mistake. <laughs> Maybe I'm that person.
1: Oh, that was a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dad. Other, <laughs> <laughs> Other things that can't go into your um to your compost are yard trimmings treated with pesticides and that's because it might kill the composting organisms. Um and then I had another random one that I actually didn't know about is mm-hmm. uh black walnut tree leaves or twigs. Because it contains a substance harmful to other plants.
0: Oh, interesting. Also good to know.
1: Yeah, I just had no idea. Not that I even know where the closest black walnut tree is.
0: Yeah, growing up, we had in the backyard, we had quite a spacious backyard. Right. And it kind of went out behind our property. And then the neighboring property's backyard cut off before ours. So ours went out. And then behind theirs to the left. Like an L? Yeah, kind of like an L. I should have just said that. Um, But we built like a giant composting thing Uh back there. And we would just dump all our grass clippings in there. And like leaves when we um, rake the yard or whatever. Yeah. I don't think we ever did anything with it. uh, But that's where we put it. But we would also just throw whatever environmental things ended up in the yard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Like tree branches and twigs and whatever else most of like, the
1: time you're probably going to be okay oh okay yeah good to know okay so that was um what can't go into your compost
0: but you know what can go into the compost fun fact yeah dryer lint
1: yeah don't steal my thunder
0: well you didn't say that
1: oh well, the- and you didn't ask
0: a question about it. i've been sitting on it since this question
1: i i've you know at home with my three other roommates we make a lot of dryer lint i can't explain it I don't know why. Well,
0: you do a lot of laundry.
1: Yeah, we do tons of laundry. And like we have boxes and boxes of dryer lint because I'm not about to let our house burn down or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I check that stuff all the time. But I was like, there has to be a way to get rid of it. So I think this year's project is going to be composting our dryer
0: lint. You could also just put it in the garbage.
1: Why would, I put, why would I do that when I could compost it?
0: But this was before you learned you can compost it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, why yeah. are you keeping boxes of dryer? <laughs> 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 I
1: keep at least one box so that I remember to check it.
0: Okay, that's pretty smart. I, I, mean, thought, I thought you were going to say we keep one box because we like the smell. No. Because, like, it <laughs> smells fresh. It smells like the fresh. It right, smells right, like as fresh yeah. as the clothes you pull out of the dryer, right? Right.
1: No, we keep it so we don't, so we remember not to burn down the house.
0: Well, that's a good reminder to have. Yes. I think you should just know not to burn down the house, but that's besides I'm, I'm the I'm pretty point.
1: paranoid about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question that I asked you was how long does the process of, of proper compost take?
0: Yeah, you laughed in my face when I said 14 months, but it yeah. turns out that maybe not be so crazy.
1: So it can take anywhere from a month to two years.
0: I, that's, I'm literally right in the middle. I know. I cannot be I don't
1: know I left more in, in the
0: middle on this question.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the, what,
0: I guess what's the average though?
1: Well, it depends. So it depends on what kind of compost you're doing. So it changes from just the composting of your kitchen scraps to your yard waste mm-hmm. to animal manure. So the, um, for, sorry. So if you're doing at home kitchen composting and it's not being picked up by the city, you're like composting it yourself. Yeah. A lot of people use tumblers, which is just, like, this mechanism that's set up on, like, not a pole, but, like, you can spin the machine. Sure. Yourself. And that uh, it's really good for kitchen spaces. It's smaller, and it adds aeration to the process of composting, which speeds it up. And so two months of kitchen scraps can be ready to be applied in your garden. Like, it doesn't take that long. Uh, so for a compost, for yard waste, it takes longer because you have to physically churn it yourself. Right. And you need to keep it moist but not overly wet. And for that type of compost, you have to have a correct ratio for it to break down, which is three parts brown to one part green. And this helps speed up the breakdown of the product. It keeps it from smelling and it helps the bacteria do its business. So by what I mean by three parts brown to one part green. Is ground material is carbon-rich material, which is, for example, dry leaves, straw, hay, cardboard, newspaper, dryer lint. <laughs> and green material is nitrogen-rich material, which is veggie scraps, grass clippings, green yard waste, fresh leaves, things like that.
0: So healthy compost has a, a variety. Yeah. Or like a combination rather than right. all of one.
1: Right. You can't just, you could just throw things into a pile, but it would probably take a very long time for it to break down. But if you kind of maintain that ratio, keep the proper level of moisture up, it will eventually break down over the process of a year.
0: Right. Yeah. If you actually want to use it for something, you're better off combining.
1: Right. Exactly. And then for manures, I forgot to look this up, but for like chicken manure and like other animal manure, that's not dog or cat. Mm It takes at least two years because manures are full of bacteria. And you want those bad bacteria to be broken down and killed off. Oh, like Killed
0: off. Yeah. 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 And
1: so for it to be ensure that it's all taken care of, you have to wait a long time. Worth the wait. It is worth the wait. Say. It's black gold. Perfect for the garden. Okay. Question number four. What temperature does a compost pile have to reach for, to be safe and free of pathogens?
0: I said 80 Fahrenheit.
1: And the optimal temperature range is from 135 <laughs> Fahrenheit to 160.
0: Okay. That sounds hot.
1: Yeah, it is hot.
0: Would that be, I don't think that would be quite boiling. Maybe. What What was the range again? Okay. 135
1: to 160.
0: Okay. So 135 Fahrenheit.
1: On a cold day. It's definitely steaming.
0: Is 57 degrees Celsius.
1: I needed it in Fahrenheit.
0: 135. Oh. And then 160 was the other end. Yeah. 71 Fahrenheit or 71 Celsius.
1: So not boiling. Not
0: even close even to Even though
1: boiling. boiling is applied to liquids and this is applied to solids.
0: Right. It's still yeah. like a descriptive. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. still a description of what the temperature means.
1: So like I said, on a cold day, like today, February in the PNW, yeah, your compost pile, if it's active, is probably a little steamy. And then the reason why it has to hit a certain temperature is there are thermophilic organisms actively carry on decomposition above 160. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's undesirable to have temperatures above this for extended periods, but it has to hit like 135 to kill off like other bad ones. And then when the moisture is higher in your compost pile, the temperature towards the surface is also higher so it works better but i'm not talking about like soggy wet i'm talking about just moist Mm -hmm. and then aeration is also important for temperature evenness and that's why the tumbler also works so fast makes sense that's why you got to get out there with your pitchfork and turn it periodically ah to help it's like when you like heat up something in the microwave and you have to stir it stir it yeah the temperature like combines
0: with yeah. the other stuff you don't uh end up overheating it because right. one part of it still felt cold right. when you checked
1: mm-hmm. cool and that's how you or i it was funny we were at the nursery yesterday buying plants and i was looking for a moisture meter for you for your house plants but all i could find was a compost meter <laughs> and they I had
0: moisture like, meters
1: i didn't see them yeah Oh they also
0: had the i don't know what it's called but it's like you fill it up with water and it slowly waters your plant. I don't trust those i'm I'm not saying I do or don't. I'm just saying yeah, I saw I them.
1: I know, but I was like, i don't of course they have compost meters, but not the other type of meter I need you should have asked I, we they probably everyone
0: there was so friendly. I know you could have just asked.
1: We were on a mission though
0: we were we needed to spend four hundred dollars on house plants and we came close. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: It was definitely a pricey adventure. It's
0: okay. I'm ready for more.
1: Yeah, we do.
0: All right. What do we got okay.
1: next? Okay. Question number five. Why should a home gardener have their own compost pile? Why should they? Okay, this is the opinion one. Yeah, um, where you want to be
0: sustainable. It just reusable. makes
1: sense to compost. If you're Is that
0: your opinionated yes, answer? Yes, it does. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you have the space, it just makes sense. So if you're going to growing, if you're growing a garden, you have waste anyways. That's just the process True. of the garden. Yes, how it goes growing things. Um, and if you properly take care of the waste, aka compost it, you can return it back to your garden soil. Oh. So that improves soil health by returning nutrients in an organic way. Yeah. As it would naturally in the world. And then you don't have to pay as much for soil amendments, which and it and it also helps you build a better understanding of the world around you. And you have less stinky trash.
0: That sounds more factual than opinionated. That's a good answer.
1: That's, and that's my opinion. <laughs> Those are my opinions based on facts. I'm right.
0: <laughs> I I don't disagree. You're the person I trust when it comes to matters of gardening.
1: Okay. Here's the question that I kind of messed up on.
0: <laughs> the one you wanted to rewrite.
1: Yeah. So I asked where in Surrey, can you send your compost? And all I could find is that Surrey does compost
0: pick up. <laughs> Is that not what I was trying to yeah, say? Yeah, that's
1: what you we were getting at. And I didn't want you to go too deep into it. But all I could find out was where to, like, get rid of your mattress or other weird materials like that. There was no, like, one compost drop-off place. Because we have a few across the border in mm-hmm. Wacom County where they will take your organic scraps like that or things like of that nature and they'll make their own compost and yeah. they'll sell it back mm. to people. But... I did come across this thing about called Bag to Earth. Is that the bags that you buy?
0: That sounds familiar, but I don't know.
1: So Bag to Earth creates 100% compostable paper food waste bags to divert organic waste. Um, This is a Canadian company which has been manufacturing craft paper packaging products since 1946. And it turned to sustainable product development and landfill diversion solutions in the 1980s.
0: And they're a local company?
1: Uh, they're Canadian. I don't think they're
0: local. Oh, okay. Uh, since
1: 1985, this is a quote from them. Mm-hmm. We've been dedicated to creating the best earth-safe, 100% compostable waste bags in all of North America. We're committed to using natural and renewable resources that are regenerated in a sustainable managed forest, unlike the line bags with plastic coatings. So if your compost bag has a plastic coating, there's a good chance that it's actually not compost compostable.
0: Yeah, we've used both. Mm-hmm. Currently, we have the plastic ones, which I think are bag to earth.
1: This is like a speed bump in sustainability is... Companies marketing things as compostable where is they're really not. Mm-hmm. Either they're just not made with the right material or they truly are compostable, but cities don't have the infrastructure to take care of it. Right. And this it's actually more common than not common. And this is a a big argument for people who push zero waste is that, oh, this is like greenwashing. So like you think you're doing the right thing, but but you're not but you're not, but it's not your fault because you don't you, know. Yeah, you've
0: been misled.
1: But I would like to do an experiment in my own home garden where I get compostable things and I see if it's truly compostable in the yard.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good experiment.
1: I also worry about like those like plastic things that claim to be compostable. Um, Like what other things are in that cup that are now going into your soil mm-hmm. that are now going onto your veggies that you're now eating.
0: Yeah, I wonder how regulated... Companies are when they say something is 100% sustainable or 100% reusable or anyone material. can say that we yeah. could be
1: like, this podcast is hundred percent sustainable. No one's regulating that. Like, you yeah, know?
0: but you would think that like mm-hmm. food or manufacturing companies would be regulated.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying if a company, if you think a company is doing good green wise, you need to really dig into it.
0: Yeah. you got to Check them out. You got to hold them accountable.
1: Yeah. Did you know you can get a uh, earth machine composter from the city of Surrey? No. Mhm. $25. And what is it? It's kind of like the tumblers that I was talking oh, okay. about, but this one is just this one I don't think this one tumbles. It's just like a unit you could have in your yard and take care of that.
0: Nice. Okay. We'll we'll need that for when we uh move out of the apartment.
1: Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, question number 7. How does a composting toilet work?
0: Okay, let's just get this one do over. You wanna, with. Do
1: you want to do you want to try again? No. You just you read me
0: the the correct answer okay. and we'll all laugh at me.
1: Composting toilets use a natural process of decomposition and evaporation to reduce human waste. Um
0: So it is dehydrated.
1: I didn't mean to say reduce, I meant to say recycled. Yeah. Human
0: waste. I know what you meant.
1: Uh it's not dehydrated. Waste entering the toilet is over 90% water, which I didn't know that.
0: Right. And then you said it evaporates.
1: Yeah. Which is evaporated and carried back into the atmosphere through a vent system. Oh, the small amount of remaining solid weight or solid material is converted to use useful fertilizer soil by natural decomposition. The natural process essentially, this is essentially the same as in your garden composter and is enhanced by commercial composting toilets by manipulating the environment in the compost chamber. The correct balance between oxygen, moisture, heat, and organic material is needed to ensure a rich environment for aerobic bacteria that transforms the waste into fertilizing soil. This ensures odor-free operation and complete decompos- decomposition of the waste.
0: That was a mouthful for you.
1: Yep. So that's how a composting toilet works. Um, usually you apply, it's, your toilet is filled with a certain material. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's cocoa core. We sell a really large bag of cocoa core. And if you know anything about it, it's usually sold in a compressed brick. Mm -hmm. You break a piece off and you get it a little wet and it expands like crazy. And usually when someone like buys a really big brick, I'm like, oh, what are you buying that for? Just to create conversation with the customer, but also out of pure curiosity, because it's a huge brick. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, they're like, it's for my composting toilet. Nice. So well, that's how a composting toilet works.
0: So could we like build a house and put one in? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should.
1: I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do the turning of the toilet.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to have to. Yeah.
1: If I want one.
0: If we want to be sustainable, no waste.
1: True. It's compelling. Then- it, it, it,
0: yeah, but not that compelling. <laughs> I I don't want to mislead you with my feelings on the compost toilet. I think it's a cool (laughs) idea, but I also don't know if I want to do the work required.
1: Yeah. And if you do it wrong, then your your home smells bad.
0: (laughs) And you're in some deep shit.
1: Okay. Next question.
0: (laughs) I hit the wrong one, but it's okay. It worked. (laughs) All right. Next question.
1: Okay. This question was a trick question. It was question number eight. When is the best time to apply your compost in your garden? And you can apply it whenever.
0: Well, what did I say first? I said when it was you like... You said early spring. No, no, no. That's what I said after you laughed. Oh. <laughs> it was like peak poo smell or something.
1: Yeah. I should
0: have said like 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that also would have been a fun answer.
1: Well, the first your first answer was wrong because that's not what I meant. Like I, was, I didn't mean to connect the composting toilet and application to your garden. Even though it seems like you can use it, I don't think I would use... Toilet compost.
0: So when you when you told me in the beginning there was no trick questions, that was a straight up lie.
1: I forgot You forgotten. just straight up
0: lied to my face.
1: Yeah.
0: No, that one doesn't work. <laughs> that one good. doesn't work. We'll just cut <laughs> that. out. That's very conspiracy yeah. theory.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so you can apply so anytime it, in the season. Yeah, you can apply it anytime. Um the, there are benefits to applying it in fall and early spring mm-hmm. because since it is a soil amendment, it gives Time for the bacteria in your soil and like the earthworms to work it in and for you to see benefits from it. Right. But you can do it anytime.
0: Good to know. We're going to be, we're going to overtime with the composting at our next house.
1: Yes, we are. Compost queen.
0: (laughs) 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 That your new official title. Yeah. That's how you're going to start podcast from now on.
1: I'm going to, you know, I want to be, no, what would, I would prefer to be called the compost, someone who like regulates the market. I don't know. Compost boss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds weird.
1: <laughs> There's a course down down in The down
0: CEO, in. the compost executive officer.
1: Yes, I think so. That's a little cheesy. There's a course you can take and it's called Master Composters. I think I just want to be the master composter. The master composter. Yes. That's what you could be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're already master gardener.
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, question number nine. So, when was the co- first um, when was the concept of composting first documented?
0: Yeah, eight something BC.
1: Yeah, and so there are actually in the Bible they talk about soil cultivation. Mm-hmm. So you could argue that it's like that far back, but I found um, composting has is. What did you find? <laughs> Uh, around 1905, by, that's it. Yeah, by a guy named Sir Albert Howard. He is the father of the organic method, and he kind of devised the method of um, the sandwich. It's called the sandwich fashion, where you like layer things in a sandwich way: just layer of dirt, layer of materials, layer of other materials, layer of dirt, things yeah. like that. And then it'll be mixed by earthworms, and that helps with decomposition. That was kind of like the first documentation of it. But I could you could probably argue that people before then knew that there was benefits to piling up things and watching them break down and then using that. Or like I know there's like indigenous cultures that will take like rotting salmon and like plant it in there where they're trying to cultivate something. And they know that there's benefits from that salmon.
0: So I gave my 800 BC answer based on the fact that irrigation. Was invented in ancient Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. which was like way, way, way long ago. Way, 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 long ago. Somewhere in the B.C.s. I don't know exactly when. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume there was some connection between compost and mm-hmm. irrigation. But it sounds like they just. They can be completely independent. Yeah, absolutely. Acts, concepts. So 1905,
1: whatever. but probably way earlier. Than that. that was probably the first time someone like wrote it down. Yeah. On a piece of paper and it's like, there's something going on here, man. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah we don't we don't know how uh people were doing things way back when before we started writing things down
1: right right right. okay
0: all right we got one more
1: last question bring us home question number 10 how does fungi play a role in composting and you said adam
0: the <laughs> fun guy <laughs> so clearly you had no no answer to give me <laughs> No, I, I I mean, I probably could have thought of something that sounded legit, but it wouldn't have been correct. And this was more fun.
1: OK, so you did mention before about how there's like fuzzy things growing in your compost sometimes. Yeah. And that's basically. That's fungi. Yeah.
0: That's fungi. our Adam.
1: This is straight from the Internet, but in compost, fungi are important because they break down tough debris, enabling bacteria to continue the decomposition process once most of the cellulose has been exhausted. They spread and grow vigorously by producing many cells and filaments, and they can attack organic residue that are too dry, acidic, or low in nitrogen for bacterial decomposition. So they are the friends of the bacteria that do the decomposing.
0: So, would they be the mitochondria of decomposition?
1: They the are the powerhouse of
0: decomposition.
1: A little known secret. It's not known. A little unknown secret: fungi are the powerhouse of the world. Like you I have no idea. I wouldn't say
0: that is. I would. Uh, uh, but that is neither little known nor unknown. I'm sure plenty of smart people know that.
1: Yes, I'm gonna start calling you fungi, Brady.
0: Please don't.
1: <laughs> you brought it on yourself. <laughs> You're right. I did. Okay, and then I have just one more fact about fungi. Most fungi are classified as saprophytes. Okay, we're just going to continue on <laughs> because they live on dead or dying material and obtain energy by breaking down organic material in dead plants and animals. Because, and so I'm breaking away from the quote right now. So right. like if we didn't have fungi, like the layers of the forest would just stack up and stack up and like they, we need fungi to exist
0: to to keep everyone in check and yeah, balanced take and
1: care of all the dead stuff.
0: They truly are the powerhouse. Mm
1: hmm. And most fungi live on the outer layers of compost when temperatures are high. And yeah, that's what I got for you about fungi and composting.
0: Well, in my completely unbiased opinion, I think that was extremely informative
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the right level of fun.
1: Thank you. For me. In our uh, outline, I said I'd have some common misconceptions about food waste, but I don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think I provided all the misconceptions we need to talk about.
1: Yes. Yeah. We we covered the basics. Yeah. So that's, that's what I got for composting. Why I think you should do it and why it's so cool.
0: It is cool. And you should do it. And I don't think there's any controversy in either of those statements.
1: It's like the, the life cycle of the earth. Where would we be without compost? Stinky. Uh,
0: Stinky. Not as well fed. Yes. Probably in better shape.
1: Compost will save us.
0: <laughs> we hope. Okay. But we have to be responsible and treat the compost process with respect. Exactly. I think. Okay. That, and that is my opinion on compost.
1: There we go. I've converted him to a compost man.
0: It, it wasn't hard. You can't. Guy Brady me
1: approves of compost.
0: No, it's still not good.
1: No. <laughs> we'll find the proper we'll episode find the right for that sound. Sound. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. This has been Tremendous, a podcast about plants. If you're loving our content, be sure to check us out at tremendous.fm or at tremendousfm on Twitter, and make sure you're subscribed to get notifications of new episodes. Happy planting!